Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. The Bean Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today we have a very special guest, Chris, the co-founder and CEO of Quoth. This is one of the most innovative and most interesting NFT projects I think we've come across all year. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. This is lovely. Hey, Chris, tell us a bit about Quoth. What exactly is it? So we're redefining kind of an NFT ownership and we're building a, an, an infrastructure that's not currently uh, available. So we're kind of like a, you know, the Google of NFTs. And, you know, we've got a, a pricing oracle uh, with an API and SDK kits that can basically enable any wallet or marketplace or protocol uh, to accurately search and, and kind of list uh, any NFT and, and authenticate it as well. So we're, we're, you know, with our MVP, we're pretty much a, a real-time uh, rarity tools type of uh, platform. Awesome. That's that's really cool. I think that's something that the NFT industry badly needs right now, um, given all the fraud and, and scams that there are out there. Um, why don't you tell us like a little bit of a background about yourself and a bit of background about the team and kind of how you got to get the, to the point where you are now? Yeah, sure. I've been in blockchain space for uh, since the beginning in the uh, Bitcoin's inception. So I've I've seen it all. I've had a bid on Bitcoin at eighty cents. Um, got Mount Goxed, lost it all. Uh, I'm I'm one of those stories that back in the day there there really weren't wallets. So you had to write your private key down. You had to trade it, which sounds crazy. And um, you know, I wrote my wrote my private key down on a Post-it note. Put that little post-it note on the on, on my printer, and you know, yeah. Back then, everybody thought Bitcoin was a joke, and it was you know you had sites, you had sites, uh, you know, like the Bitcoin faucet that you would you you could click it, and it would just spit five Bitcoin out at a time, and they would just they would just give it to you. So Bitcoin was sort of a joke back then. So nobody really took it seriously in, in, until about a year in, and uh, by then I had you know I had thrown that printer out and and off those private keys uh, go you know I probably about we're 500 million uh, in <laughs> in Bitcoin today but uh, that's okay we're here we're, we're launching other things we're, we're making money so um, so through that uh, I'm originally from Canada I left uh, Canada in uh, 2017 and uh, settled in a Caribbean uh, nation called Anguilla just uh, right near St. Martin and since then, kind of helped the government uh, onboard the Auto Act, which enabled uh, was the first enabler of uh, legalized ICOs. So I helped, uh, you know, categorize that legislation and, and make that legal. I've run mining farms and uh, a whole bunch of stuff. So I've I've seen it all. And um, you know, with with NFTs kind of coming in, um, you know, I saw this back in 2017. Kind of label it as a digital asset. 
And the, the back end of Quoth was actually starting to be built on Ethereum in 20, beginning of 2018. And when everything crashed, uh, Ethereum gas prices, now listen how crazy this is. Ethereum gas prices went from like 20 cents to $2 overnight. And we all were like, this is it. Ethereum's dead. There's no way we can run our business on this. How am I supposed to run, you know, Quoth authentications with $2 Ethereum? Nobody's going to do it. And we shelved the project and said, you know, we, we got to wait this one out. Uh, after that, I got hired uh, to, to do a digital um, uh, app on the blockchain. And not until Binance Chain came around did I, uh, did I call up my, my buddies and were like, hey, I think we found the chain now that can that can pull this off quickly and cheaply and 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 take this to scale. So we started building this out a year ago. I started assembling the team. We have um, seven AI devs, eight full stack uh, Solidity devs, uh, CTO, CMO, full management staff. Um, been building it over the last year. We were incubated by Ledgerlink Labs out of Belgium, and our team is across the globe. We got designers in Canada. Uh, we've got. Uh, our dev team, here's a funny story. Our dev team is in Minsk, Belarus right now. Oh, wow. Half of them had to be evacuated and half of the, the other guys fled. So some of them uh, have gone to Poland, opened up a little office there in the last three days and are, are continuing to to code quotes to hit our goals. So it's a dynamic, quick, you know, we're quick to act, quick team, smart team and uh and here we are after our IDO, and, and we're ready to change NFT uh, ownership forever. That's a very dedicated team as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it sounds like you've been in the space for a very long time. You know exactly what you're talking about. Super passionate. Let's say I'm relatively new to the NFT space. What would you say Quoth's primary functions are? So the big problem with the NFT space right now is, you know, it's very fragmented. There's a lot of fraud. There's a lot of, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of sites all around, and there's not one protocol. There's not one search that you can you can go to feel comfortable with. So what we're doing is we're indexing every NFT in existence. It's going to take us uh, another four months, but we're we've already indexed pretty much OpenSea. And we're going to be uh, indexing all EVM compatible probably within the next month. And what that means for somebody that doesn't even know what Bitcoin is, and they just, you know, they're on Facebook tonight and said, man, NFTs is the craze. I want to make money. You know, how do I get into it? We've created the most simple way to get into the NFT space. You log into Quoth.ai, not right now, when we put the MVP public in, in 10 to 12 days. You log in and there's a search bar. And you can just search whatever you want. So if you want to search, uh, you know, I heard about these sup ducks uh, and the, the cool ones with a hat. You can type in sup ducks with hat and all the sup ducks that are ranked in the rarity will come up boom, 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 boom right away. So we've created a, a semantic tool similar to what you would do in Google. Just type in whatever you want to see and our index will start to index that. Um, now, obviously, we're new. And the indexing we have is machine learning and, and artificial intelligence. So we've created a beta program for our NFT collection partners, such as Subducks, Fluff World, and, and a few others, that their communities are actually going to help us create advanced search on those collections. 
So what that means is, uh, you know, you pull up, uh, you know, their, say, say their community members will pull up, uh, you know, a very specific and advanced search term. Whatever comes up, they will be able to actually just click a button if it's not the right one or if it's not matching their search terms. And our AI will start to spin and work off that human interaction. So within about a month or two, our search results should be extremely accurate for anybody entering the space, if you're advanced or a newbie or, or, or whatever. And it's a very easy tool to, to find rarity, to find any NFT. And then we get into the authentication of the NFT, NFTs, which uh, may, maybe we'll get into that uh, uh, in a few minutes if, if you got any other questions. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh, I mean, that's a great overview of what the search functionality of Quoth is. And I think that's, when, when you talk about it's the Google of NFTs, the way that you put it out there makes complete sense. And I'm, I mean, as an NFT trader myself, I'm excited to use that, you know, especially once all the different platforms and blockchains are indexed. But I think as you, as you let off at the end there, the next most important feature of Quoth really is the authentication. Um, and it, it's, you want to get rid of fraud and, and scams in the NFT industry. So in your opinion, how is Quoth going to do it? How is Quoth going to get rid of those things? And what exactly does the platform do to enable that? So it's pretty simple. Well, it's complex, but it's, I'll make it simple. <laughs> um, we, we search, you know, all metadata. And then we also have, you know, semantic tagging as well as, um, uh, you know, graphical AI. So what that means is if, if you were to upload a JPEG, we can actually determine whether that JPEG is in existence or not because we have that index. So if let's say an artist comes along um, and they want to upload their new JPEG, they can just drag and drop right into the search bar and they can authenticate that and see if it has 100% originality. If it doesn't, we will show them in detail all the other JPEGs that we have flagged to say, hey, you're pretty close to this. You might want to you, you might want to take a look at this before you go ahead and mint this and try to sell it. So that's one part of the the authentication um, uh, model. Uh, the other one would be, you know, you're an NFT trader, so new mints. You know, the problem with uh, with NFTs right now is, is new mints, and people can't get to them because they don't know about them or they're just not done on, you know, a rarity tools type of system or, or OpenSea. What they do is they just mint on their own website, hoping that their community is, is robust enough to come in and, and buy up their, you know, buy up that mint. So what our, what our protocol does in real time is it flags those new mints and within one hour, we will rank everything in rarity. Wow. So right now that doesn't exist. A, B, you have to wait for that collection to be put on rarity sniffer, rarity tools. If they want to go on there, they have to pay them two ETH or whatever the cost is. That's going to be a week or two process. So our platform is so fast and so dynamic. It's real time. We don't charge the collections anything and we will scrape that data We'll put all their JPEGs into our system and make sure that nobody else can, you know, can not mint those JPEGs, but nobody else can pawn those off because we will have the, the quote pink check mark. And as an NFT trader, it's a huge advantage because you can get our algorithmic 
rarity on that, as well as, hey, the market's missed this. The market's missed this one. I'm going to pick this one up for cheap and I can flip it or keep it or, or whatever. And right now, these tools just don't exist. Yeah, there's so many things in the NFT world that right are right now that are so intimidating, especially to someone that's new to the space. Just as you talked about, whether it's rarities or different traits or collections going up and down in price and the day of mint, it all just seems so crazy. So to have a, a platform like Quoth come in and basically simplify that and make it easily accessible, I think that's going to be pretty awesome. Chris, I'm curious, what, what's the utility of the Quoth token? Oh, we got lots of utility. So the first one would be our AI human interaction. So these collections, uh, when they help, when they help uh, our machine learning, they will actually, it's kind of like a gamified or a, you know, I'll, I'll take this into BitMEX world because I, I, you know, I, I'm a, a, I'm a big Max guy. When you log into BitMEX, you get these redundant captchas with either motorbikes or bridges. Uh, we are kind of doing something similar, but very, you know, very different to help uh, to help the machine learning uh, do that. And uh, basically, when a human user helps do that, they will be rewarded in Quoth token. So it builds that community, it builds the in-depth advanced search mechanisms, and everybody's a win-win. Uh, we also have a really cool, uh, more of a buy pressure. You know, a lot of these utility tokens have got sell pressure. We're looking for buy pressure. We've been in the space long enough to know that, you know, a, a utility token, you, you need people to to both buy and sell it. If there's too much selling, like the game five projects that have, you know, right now that have just gotten wrecked, mm. all of them wrecked. It doesn't work after two weeks. It's like people figure it out that, okay, this is dead. Moving on to the next game, moving on to the next game. So we've created a really cool advertising mechanism for NFT collections or artists uh, that only have one JPEG. You can actually, like Google AdWords, stake Quoth token in our LP, and you will be able to vote or uh, you'll be able to look at your keywords that you want and your advertisement to sell your NFT will come up first on those keywords. We also have a banner ad for impressions. So the more you stake and lock, the more impressions your NFT collection will get, the more impressions should lead to more sales and advertising and awareness. So that will create people to have to buy the token and then stake it for periods of time and not sell it. That's another one. We also have bridge staking where we're creating, um, you know, fractionalized and, and you know, multi-chain minting. So as a new NFT collection, you can multi-chain mint on our platform and you don't have to worry about these Ethereum fees because you can split it up across all NFT platforms. Right, so you could take, if you're having an NFT drop that's gonna be on Ethereum only, with Quoth, you could potentially drop to Ethereum, Solana, BSC, you know, Avalanche, whatever, whatever other blockchains, all at the same time on the same day. Whatever you want. Yeah, that's game changing, I think. That's beautiful. That's pretty awesome. Well, it's, I mean, the, the Quoth token itself obviously has a ton of utility. Uh, I like the whole setup for long-term holding. That's definitely a good idea. And I agree with you 100%. You've seen so many projects come out lately where the token just gets absolutely dumped after it launches because they haven't implemented those protocols, which it sounds like you have which is great to see. So from a business perspective, how would you say the main ways that Quoth generates revenue would be? 
Yeah. So some of our, you know, some of our uh, advertising model will will also be paid ads as far as adword keywords are concerned. Some people may just not even know or want to stake or know how. So we make it simplified by saying that's fine. You can you can spend a thousand dollars and you get X amount of impressions. So same type of Google type, uh, you know, adwords advertising. Um, you know, the research and authentication fees, there will be a fee for that. So if you want to go ahead and, and run your work through our authenticator, uh, it, it's going to cost a nominal fee, you know, a dollar. Uh, you know, it, it's a very nominal fee right. to make sure that you're not plagiarizing or, you know, or creating a copyright infringement. Uh, there's copyright infringement police checks, kind of bells, whistles down the road, where if you're an NFT collection, because we scan the block, every blockchain simultaneously all the time, 24 seven, we can actually see if somebody, so if you sign up for a policing mechanism, you can, you don't even have to worry about it. We will police for you. And what that means is you pay a nominal fee again. And when somebody mints, let's say a board ape or a, uh, you know, a, a sup duck, we will notify sup ducks say, Hey, this guy just, or this guy, girl, this, this wallet just, minted this and we can actually notify OpenSea, uh, LooksRare or any other marketplace that integrates our API and, and notify them immediately saying, this is a complete fraud. This blatant fraud scam going on here, do what you will with it. We can't take it down because it's on their marketplace, but we at least said, here's our police work, take it down. That's very cool. Research it. Right? I really like we, that. We, we, we just have that <clears throat> capability because we have all the NFTs indexed so once that metadata gets tagged and replicated we we see the flag right away right so that's like this is this sounds like groundbreaking you know yeah, I love what, it. what your platform is doing sounds amazing uh i cannot wait to be utilizing this platform i'm aware of it the hence why we have you on the podcast here today i know you're in the midst of indexing at the moment but where are you currently at with adoption now and, and where are you hoping to be in let's say like the next six months yeah, so I mean, we're we're brand new. We we launched uh, twelve hours before the Russian invasion, so our IDO kind of got muted mm. last week. Um, it is what it is. I can't, you know, we can't time that stuff. But uh, we did have a, you know, we sold out on our IDO with Red Kite and Oxbolt. Um, but twelve hours later, the world was distracted, and and uh, nobody cared about uh, the crypto world for for a couple of days, and it kind of hurt our, our, our launch program, but, um, but that's okay. We are, you know, building our NFT collection partners. That's all we're doing. Once we have those, it's easy to, to really get users to use our platform because at the end of the day, our relevancy with the rarity type tool is going to be such, so advanced to what's currently out there. Uh, people will gravitate to it and and start to use it and test it and and do their research on our platform as opposed to to other ones. So uh, we're looking for organic growth. NFT collections are now knocking on our door because of a we offer a free advertising model right now, and uh, it's it's all eyeballs for for no cost. So we are seeing a lot of NFT collections starting to to come to us as well as new ones that haven't minted. Are starting to knock say hey i heard about this and, and that so uh we're just starting to get out there um 
We are indexed. Uh, like I said, again, we're almost done with uh, OpenSea. Uh, the, that hack that happened two weeks ago with that whole email phishing thing, that didn't help. They throttled uh, the API service, so that slowed it down. But for the most part, we got the top 20 collections indexed. And then, you know, call it that's 70% of all traffic anyway. So uh, the rest will start to slowly be indexed as we go. Um, you know, three months out, we should be a well-oiled machine. And as we cross the the Rubicon of going to BSC and Solana and Matic and, and everyone that has an NFT on it, uh, six months out, we will be completely, you know, cross-chain compatible search indexed every NFT in existence and the search capabilities will be bells and whistles will be pretty much infinite at that point. Exciting. That's a lot to look forward to for sure. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask was, I know, you know, crypto investors, they always look at these pre-sales and these IDOs and the list of partners that help projects like Quoth get to that moment. Um, and when you go on your website, you've got some pretty awesome partners that you guys have collaborated with and worked with over time. Uh, some of the big names I noticed were like KuCoin Labs and the, the I think it was the capital firm that you mentioned that uh, Oxbull was one of the uh, companies that launched you. So I just wanted to ask you, what were the most important partners you work with and what is it kind of like behind the scenes working with those guys how do they help? What do they do? Like any insight you can give us would be awesome. You know, it's an interesting process. VCs are, uh, they're here to help and you got to be careful of, of who you partner with. Um, some like to stay long-term, others are in it, you know, just to, to make their X and they move on. So what we, what we, what we did because we incubated with Ledgerlink Labs and, and we really, we were really selective on who came on board. I mean, we could have filled this thing probably double the amount of money and twice as fast, but it's, it's, it's quote called dumb money. And basically they're just in it for a pump and dump. They don't care about the technology. They don't half of them don't even know or care about NFTs. So we really selected the partners that knew the NFT space, NFT collectors themselves, and really have a good grasp on the infrastructure that we presented. Half of the time, I'll be honest with you, we pitched and people have no, the VCs had no clue what we were talking about. Right. It sounds great. We'll give you some money, but <laughs> we can't. We, we can't really be of help. We just say, you know what? That's fine. We'll 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 you know we'll think about it. So the ones that did hop on board, they know NFTs. They know infrastructure. They knew exactly why Quoth needs to be a success because the market is starting to demand it and there's no competition. Like there's nobody in sight doing this. We have, uh, you know, especially with machine learning and artificial intelligence, it's a whole different ball game. You can try to do what we do. If you don't have the, 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 the capability of, of AI, it, it's, it's just a, it's an uphill battle because there's just, there's multi-millions of NFTs daily that you got to sort through and it's just, it's a data. We are a data set company. Yeah, that'd be a lot of work yeah. for a team of humans, wouldn't it? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's an interesting insight about, you know, just the different companies and VC money and yeah. what some what some of them do and what some of them don't. I feel like you always go on websites and you see these names and you just assume, oh, they're all great and they're all coming along for the same ride. But it's it's interesting to get the insight from from Chris, who says, you know, maybe it isn't quite like that. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, because yeah, you, so, you go you on. Know, your so, sometimes we... The best advice I could give if you're trying to raise money is is you have to challenge the the VCs on why they should give give their money to you. 
And it was kind of a, you know, you spin the table and, and, and they start paying attention after that. And, and it basically says, you know, if, if you're not going to sell us on why we should partner with you, I, I don't want your money. And that's kind of the, the, the way we approached it is there's lots of money out there. There's, there's more money than, than people know what to do with, you know, the markets seem down right now. There is so much money splashing around in VC land. They don't even, they don't know where to put it. Yeah, for sure. And, and when you have a project like yours that is clearly high quality, then, then you can really afford to, to turn the tables, like you said, and say, well, you know, we, we know we're holding a gem here. What can you do for us? I love it. Yeah. And anybody who's, who's, and, who's and, listening to this too, this is providing excellent insight into who's, who the founder is, you know, and how they're approaching the business. You know, this is providing some excellent insight. Yeah, it's, I mean, not, you know, I've been around the block a, a little bit and it just, it is what it is. You got to be very careful because there are some VCs out there that'll, that'll, that'll say, oh yeah, I'll help you. And then when it comes time to help, say, hey, can I get that intro to that NFT marketplace? Or can I get the, the Huobi contact? Can you start a Telegram group? And you just, you never get a hold of them. And you're like, oh, mm, okay. yeah. For sure, they're, they're, they just gave the money and and they're they're going to sit back and, and reap the rewards and not help out. So luckily, we have some really good partners that have been extremely active. Some have gone above and beyond, you know, activity as as a VC, you know, giving money. They're almost you know working this full time with us to, to you know really get the awareness and and the you know the tech contacts and NFT marketplace contacts kind of. So it's it's good to have those partners. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, we know you're super young in this, in terms of the development of this project, but it's always fun to look, you know, to the future plans and the long-term vision of the project. Uh, you know, I know we've discussed a lot about the JPEGs and the rarity. With NFTs though, you know, it's going to go more into, you know, the music side of things and tickets and, you know, all the other different av- healthcare, like the NFT world is so much bigger than just the, the JPEGs. So, what is the long-term vision and the expansion plans? And do you have anything in plant or in place for, you know, the future of NFTs and where it will eventually go? Yeah, hundred percent. It's, uh, you know, NFTs are, are where everything is going. And luckily for us, we had an incredible incubator, LedgerLink Labs, that also incubates other projects. So a project in particular that they were incubating was the world's largest 3D manufacturing company that does 3d printing for nasa and a whole bunch of other people 150,000 printers worldwide they are coming on board to change all their blueprints into nfts and they were like well who's how do we authenticate these you know and they're like well there is no infrastructure for it and you know nick at ledgerlink said well we're incubating this other product this would be a good fit so taking this into the real world this isn't just about JPEGs anymore. We are already light years ahead of anybody even trying to do this because we're partnering with real firms that are taking their current infrastructure of real world paper, turning it into NFTs and we are authenticating it for them. So it's great to be a crypto company. I bleed crypto since day one, but in order to get mainstream adoption NFTs outside of the JPEG world, with real companies worth billions of dollars, you, we, you have to onboard them. You have to get them, you know, in. And the infrastructure right now is just not in place. And hopefully, we are the bridge that starts to bring over real world into quote blockchain and makes it easy for them. Beautiful. 
I think uh, Josh and I are both pretty excited about Quoth, as obviously you are. Um, I guess the only thing would be, where would listeners go to find more about Quoth? Is it your website, your Telegram, your Twitter? Like, where's the best place that where people can learn about you? Quoth.ai is the website. Uh, community lives in Telegram. Um, we are starting our Discord group. And because all of NFT collections pretty much live in Discord, so with Subducks and Fluff World, we're going to start... Uh, to announce uh, some things like AMAs and 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 partnerships, so that'll happen most likely uh, in Discord. Um, you can find us there. We're you know fairly active team. We love uh, interacting. Uh, you know, we're we're here to build. This isn't uh, this is not a pump and dump. This is a real world infrastructure project. It's not and you know moon moon boy stuff. This is no <laughs> safe moon. Uh, we're here taking our time building the right blocks. And three months from now, uh, you know, we plan to completely build fences around the entire NFT space. Love it. Yeah, you, you got my mind, you know, running when I when you spoke about NASA and blueprints and I'm like, okay, I can really see where this where this platform can go and the utility it really brings to the real real world and it's uh, absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Chris, thanks a lot for, for coming on the episode today. I think it's a good plan to wrap it up. That was a really good episode. Yeah. Make sure you guys all tune into the next episode. That one is going to be a banger. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. All views expressed by speakers on the Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.